Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your host, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live, as always, from Austin, Texas, just actually a little bit north of Austin, Texas, but nonetheless in Austin, Texas, where it is a beautiful, balmy 103 degrees today. <laughs> so um, a lot of exciting things to share with you guys today. The uh, show's title, or what we're going to be topic, uh, talking about, and I think we're going to be able to get through all these today, is eight, uh, eight Surefire Signs It's Time to Upgrade Your Mindset. You know that our belief is that your long-term, ever-increasing success comes 90% from um, how you think and 10% from what you do. In other words, your skill set, it's, it's critical, your mindset is that much more important. So 90% of your success is from your mindset, 10% of your success is from your skill set. So if you could have the best skill set in the world, but if your mindset stinks, you're going to go absolutely nowhere. Um, if you're not convinced of that, make sure you listen to all eight points, and hopefully we get through those today. Um, I want to sort of thank all of you for uh, helping this radio show to continue to be the number one listened to real estate radio show in the country. And also, I want to welcome all of our new coaching clients. Last month, we had a record-breaking number of students enroll into one of our coaching programs. I know a lot of you are avid radio listeners have gotten to know us over the years from listening to the radio, and I really appreciate the opportunity to be your coach. You know, it's interesting, coaching, we've done this for a long time now, over 10 years. Oh, my God, a lot longer than that now I think mm. about it. Yeah. You know what? That is true. It's more like it's been like 15 years, right? So mm-hmm. in that amount of time, um, you know, it's interesting. One thing for sure that I've learned is that being a coach is truly a gift. It's a gift that all of you guys give us because it's cathartic. And being that it's cathartic means that it helps us to improve as individuals and all of our coaches. We had a great coaches training here in Austin over the weekend. All of our coaches flew in from all over the country. And they're all sort of, you know, it's incredible to see all everyone in one page and everyone, you know, in one room and everyone's kind of really relating all the wonderful experiences they're having coaching you guys. Now, granted, a lot of the coaching calls are tough that the coaches have to do with you guys because you do have mindset and skill set issues. But at the end of the day, the reward we get as being coaches when you guys succeed is so fulfilling. You know, it used to be the thing that was most exciting, especially in the real estate business, was taking a listing and getting a paycheck, right? Those two things were pretty much the height of experiences as a realtor. But when you have a coaching client, a coaching client that maybe has been struggling in the past, that finally gets it, that has that breakthrough, um, thus the name of the coaching program, Breakthrough, that has that breakthrough and really allows themselves, chooses to go to the next level, and then starts applying our skills and then sees themselves improving and, and, and actually you know, visibly feels themselves or visibly sees their lifestyle and their, uh, the, family, uh, their, the, the experiences their family has, and all the other things that come with continued uh, success, to see those things change for some of our coaching clients consistently over the months and over the years is unbelievably rewarding from a very personal level. So I sincerely thank all of you for choosing us to be your coaches. Um, so, Julie, welcome to today's show, and I know you have prepared the notes today, so you want to just jump into the first point? You got it. So this is eight signs. It's time to upgrade your mindset. So point number one, 
a sign that you might need to upgrade is that you're not in pursuit of any new knowledge or skill. Nothing in particular is really turning you on right now. So if you're feeling stuck, sad, or stymied, you've become complacent in your thinking. The best cure for this is simply to learn something new. But to do it on purpose, not just because somebody you know, causes that to suddenly happen, you've got to actually pursue that. So as always, our points would like to tell you not just the point, but what to do about it, what to do. Ask yourself what you've always wanted to know more about. Take at least one step today towards learning it, and then make that one step lead to the next. Maybe create a new habit. Maybe find out more information from somebody who actually is good at whatever that is. Sometimes it's just as simple as like going to Barnes & Noble and getting a bunch of magazines that you've got some kind of interest in, travel magazines or maybe uh, fitness magazines. Maybe it's something completely off the wall. I've had clients tell me they've always wanted to be better photographers, which is great also in real estate, taking better pictures of course, maybe saving yourself some money from hiring a photographer. But maybe it's just a book you've always wanted to read. You just can't be complacent in your thinking. Does that make sense, Tim? It does, and, and I know since we're business coaches, our primary focus is on helping you guys obviously to be of service to more people and make a lot more money. And so your primary focus might be wanting to learn how to build other spokes, right? So spokes on the wheel analogy for those of you guys who are newish to us. In essence, the more spokes you have on your wheel, the stronger your wheel will be. So have the visualization of an old-fashioned wagon wheel, right? And each spoke represents a source of business. Most of you have maybe one or two sources of business. Um, and if your sources of business are paid sources of business, in essence, you have no sources of business. And let me explain. Um, so if your only source of business is centers of influence and past clients, generally speaking, after about 6 to 12 months of working only on your centers of influence and past clients, no matter how hard you try to increase the list of folks, you're going to find you're going to re reach a certain level where you're not getting any business from it. And what happens is your initial um, experience with centers of influence and past clients generally works because those are the people that are closest to you. But as soon as you are able to do a transaction with some of those folks and you go further out from the people that truly know you and love you, then it's less impactful. So at the end of the day, just pursuing centers of influence and past clients has a, a very quick burnout rate. That will work for a little short while. And if that was your only spoke, and remember back to the wheel analogy, what's going to happen is that wagon wheel is not going to be very strong. First pebble in the road, it's going to break. So where you should be investing education then or where you should be trying to learn new things are the other things that you can put in place that adds more rigidity to your wheel. And that would be other, obviously, lead generation spokes. And we definitely will suggest that you focus on the lead generation spokes that require skills. Why? Because the ones that require skills will also result in the least amount of competitors pursuing them. Nine realtors True. out of ten. Now, that's right. Nine realtors out of ten are going to pursue the silver bullet, are going to sign on for the Zillow leads, are going to do all, they're going to chase buyers. They're going to do what requires no skill or very low skill. That's the natural tendency of everyone. I don't blame them, to be honest with you, because many of them have ne never been exposed to, they literally have no idea that that is not the smart way to build a business. The smart way to build a business is based on your skill set. That way you don't have to buy leads because the problem with the buying of the leads is just like the problem with only pursuing the centers of influence and past clients. You will reach a level where essentially that lead source 
is no longer viable. Most of you have experienced that. You were buying leads from this particular source five years ago, and let's say you would buy 50 of them and one would result in a closing. Now you have to buy 150 of them and one results in a closing. So in other words, the formula doesn't work anymore for you. So when you're adding spokes, I strongly encourage you, when you're trying to learn new things, to Julie's first point, I strongly encourage all of you guys to focus on the spokes that are going to result in you getting, uh, frankly, having the least amount of uh, competition once you develop that skill set. But the spokes that we're talking about will be the spokes that, in the long run, will make it so that you do have ever-increasing levels of success. If you want to learn more about what I'm talking about, you guys know what you're supposed to do, right? Request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And when you request a free coaching call, we're going to give you a copy of our uh, two books, Real Estate Treasure Map, and the other one is Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. These books are for sale on Amazon, but I'm going to give them to you just by requesting a free coaching call. Julie, what's the next point? All right, point number two, we're talking about upgrading your mindset, some reasons why you might want to look at that. Point number two, if you're spending your mental energy living in the past or the future, but not in today. So don't let your past steal your present. You're the sum of all of your experiences, but you've also got experience yet to have. So remember that today matters. What are you supposed to do about that? Well, ask yourself at the beginning of each day, what do I want from today? How can I be of service? Maybe even post those questions on the mirror in your bathroom or someplace you're going to see them really early in the day. What do I want from today? How can I be of service? What has to happen for today to be a great day? Keep it simple, just a couple of things, but do this every day. So that can be something, you know, in real estate it can be an endless list, but maybe today if you just resolve that tough negotiation, if you just get done with that home inspection, maybe at the end of the day you're going to be victorious instead of feeling like the victim. So what has to happen for today to be a great day? Take control of that. Point number three, Tim, it might be time to upgrade your mindset if you see nothing but negativity everywhere. Is negativity your dominant feeling? Do you look at a beautiful painting but focus on the cracked paint or criticize the frame that the painting's in? Negativity casts a haze over reality. So what to do about that? Well, remember, you can't prevent the first negative thought. That's normal. We're all human. But you can change every thought you have after it. Consider using the rubber band method. Get a rubber band. Make sure it's tight enough. Put it around your wrist. Maybe you know, get it tangled in a few arm hairs. That's going to help here. And then whenever you have a negative thought, you've got to snap that rubber band. After a while, you've corrected the pattern. So that's a pretty direct, easy to implement type of thing. But I also did think of Howard Brenton, Tim. Remember, he used to talk about how he'd wake up every morning and just sing, oh, what a beautiful morning when he's in the shower. Well, that's a great way to set the tone. So upgrade your mindset if you're seeing nothing but negativity and reset it, whether that means that you sing your favorite song or you snap a rubber band you know, every time you find yourself thinking negative thoughts or looking at a blue sky and just searching for that one rain cloud, looking at a beautiful painting and criticizing that the frame isn't quite right. Well, how does that make you feel? It's actually a lot less stressful not to be like that. So Tim, back to you. Actually, Julie, let's go right to point number four because I love the, your, your fourth point. The ugly sister of negativity is chronic complaining, Julie. All right, so does it seem like nothing is ever good enough, never right, never perfect? Are you committed to being a victim, or are you going to be victorious? Which is it for you? So again, does it seem like you're living in that criticism? Nothing's ever right. There's always something wrong going on day to day, hour to hour. Well, what do you do about this? 
change what you can change, but stop complaining. Remember, chronic complaining is the ugly sister to negativity. Stop complaining about what you have no control over. Decide to own what you're not happy about. What if you decided that if it's meant to be, it's up to me? What would that change on your outlook if you actually owned it and said, you know what, instead of complaining about it, I'm going to fix it if I can fix it. I'm going to let it go if I can't. So one of the concepts, Julie, that we shared with our coaches over this past weekend's coaches training was the idea that you're responsible for everything. Now, mm -hmm. guys, I'll give you guys the raw data or the raw information, and then I want you to not summarily reject it because the way I'm about to present it, uh, a lot of you will reject what I'm about to say, but leave your mind open and don't let your ego shut off what I'm about to say, okay? Because the first time I heard this too, I thought it was bunk, but then actually after I let it dance around in my head a, a little bit, I realized it was a very powerful mindset thought. So here it is, ready? Everything is your responsibility. Everything that happens to you is in essence your fault, right? Everything that happens to you, you create it. So that is meaning that if you are like, for example, uh, driving in a parking lot, somebody pulls out in front of you, or someone backs into you, even though when the police show up they say it's absolutely positively not your fault, it was the other person's fault, I don't want you to allow yourself to feel like you were the victim of that accident. I want you instead to say it was my fault. In your mind, say to yourself, it's my fault, because had, why was it your fault? I'll give you an extreme example first, right? Well, you could have been in the parking lot a little sooner or a little later. You could have stayed in the store a little longer, you know, a little, the point is, is if you allow yourself to start feeling like a victim of that particular situation, even though, really, there's nothing maybe on the surface you could have done about it, but if you allow yourself to start feeling like the victim of that and not take responsibility for it, what happens, and this is what happens to a lot of us, and if you think about this, it's kind of it's fascinating, I think. Um, this was an epiphany for me, a, epiphany for me the first time I realized this, that the second you allow yourself to feel like a victim, at any level, it's a slippery slope, and then you start allowing yourself to feel like a victim on other things. And that creates a sort of a legacy of complacency, okay? A legacy of complacency from that one little innocuous incident where even, even theoretically it wasn't your fault, but because you allowed yourself to feel like a victim, what happens then? You didn't take the listing. Well, the other person, the other agent who got the listing from me, they somehow were buddies from the golf course or whatever, so it wasn't a level playing field. You were a victim. All of a sudden, you didn't necessarily you know, have this particular thing happen in your life because somehow someone stole it from you. You were a victim. I mean, so you, what happens is by not taking versus, I am responsible for everything that happens to me. I am responsible for it, you know, essentially any situation I find myself in. That level of understanding of your relationship with the world makes it so that automatically you're going to start essentially operating on a higher level. The victim mentality manifests itself. The first you know, drop in the pond of the victim mentality is usually innocuous, usually something that maybe literally wasn't your fault, but then after that, because that started to germinate inside of you, that victim mentality, now you're surrounded by it. Now it just becomes who you are. And now you find yourself in situations all the time that weren't your fault. Oh, someone should have explained it to me more. Oh, you, you didn't do you, – it was your fault that I had this problem. You should have – you know, what do you mean there was a website I was supposed to log into and research prior to going to whatever? I mean, what if – you know, you did – oh, there may have been brochures there that I was supposed to read, you know, before I went on this vacation. That, you know, I didn't realize I was actually, you know, skydiving into volcanoes. You didn't tell me, and, and it's, it's your fault for not telling me. You, you get the point? Versus had you actually said, you know what, I should have done more research. 
you know what, I should have actually taken more time to um, really own the, resp- own the experience. Julie, does that resonate? Yeah, well, ultimately it becomes a bad habit of how you're thinking because you're right. Once you allow yourself that one victim thought, then everything is like that, and it's never your fault. It's always somebody or something else that's causing something to happen to you. And I really do think that the cure is to just say, it's my responsibility. I am accountable to that because it automatically resets your mindset and it causes you to take more and different action. I really think it's a habit of how we get to think. And I don't think society really helps us out very much with this. So, you know, you do have to take action. You've got to own it. Make sense? Yes. So I know from talking with a lot of you guys, a lot of you guys really do read Inman Select every single day. If you're not yet an Inman Select subscriber, you will frankly are missing some of the best real estate information as far as news that's out there. You definitely want to be tuning into that. If you want to know where I frankly get a lot of uh, my insight as far as what the next turn in the road is going to be for real estate, it's definitely Inman Select. And Inman Select is super inexpensive to be a member of. So do yourself a favor. Uh, Get your information that's going to have a direct effect on your ability to serve others and make money from Inman Select. So whatever you do, definitely have that at the top of your list. There's a reason why in the country the most successful listing agents specifically have gotten really good at prospecting is because it is hard and they know there's less competition because most other agents will give up. And so if you want to learn how to make money, I'll give you the easiest way to do it. Number one, you definitely want to get our scripts. You definitely want to get our objection handlers. They're totally written for this economy, this market. They're not just some overused scripts from the 70s. So there's that. Number two, and this is without a doubt what I would be doing for every one of you, I would get mojocells.com. So Mojo Sells, even before they were a sponsor of the show, we always suggest that you guys use them because why? It is a done-for-you, in-the-box, complete lead generation business system. It's probably one of the coolest things out there for agents who are actually serious about building their business. It's an auto-dialer, but they also can sell you lists of expireds. They can sell you lists of for sale by owners. And all you have to do is sit in front of your computer, hit one button, and then all of a sudden, guess what happens? It starts dialing for you. Okay? So you guys got to be really clear that if you're serious about building your business and you're serious about making a lot of money, sooner or later, I promise you, you're going to have to learn to master these skills because all the other stuff that's easy, the problem with it is it becomes oversaturated in like 90 days. So all these little passive things, they do work. I'm not saying that they don't, but they work for a very short period of time. Whereas learning the skills necessary and using an incredible tool like Mojo Sells makes it so that you will make money consistently every single day. And you treat mentally and emotionally, you'll start seeing the other things that you do that are passive things as the icing, right? You'll see those as the frosting, but the real uh, benefit, the real work, the real money, the real success comes from actually learning how to master these types of skills. So definitely want to look into our friends at MojoSells.com. Eight signs. It's time to upgrade your mindset. Uh, Julie, we are on point number five. 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 Yes, go ahead. All right, you got it. So a sign that you need to upgrade your mindset is that you're worried about everything constantly. Worrying steals both your joy and your motivation. Worry focuses you on the negative, the worst-case scenario. But oftentimes this is completely manufactured. Stop making up stories in your head and start living the story that you want your life to look like. And i got to say, Tim, I see this on coaching calls. I hear it from the coaches all the time. Some drama is happening in real estate, 
but it's actually not happening anywhere except in the agent's head. It's kind of a crazy thing, right? Because they're conflict avoiding, they've made up all these scenarios. Sometimes that's about a lead that's not calling them back. Sometimes it's the other agent that's just turned into the evil incarnation of the devil overnight. You know, it's crazy. So I always ask them, look, are you sure that you even got the facts straight? What are you basing that story on? It's probably not even remotely true. And you can't make up stories in your head unless they are fact-based. Real estate is so full of that. You know, it's crazy. So what do you do to overcome this? Well, paint a picture of what you want your life to be. Be specific. Include what you don't want anymore as well. So create specific, measurable, and time-dependent achievable goals. And when you find yourself worrying about everything, you've got to ask yourself, is it actually true? Do I know that for a fact? Who am I becoming because I've manufactured this story? So stop making up stories. Decide you're going to write your own story. Paint a picture of what you want your life to be and be specific. Those of you who are coaching, you've got great coaches that are going to help you with that to paint that picture and then hold you accountable to actually doing it. So point number six, Tim, it might be time to upgrade your mindset if you're always blaming someone or something else. There is no strength in always looking for a fight. What to do? Understand that business maturity, mental and emotional maturity, those come from control of your emotions, not from the lack of control of them. So be accountable for your emotional, financial, and mental state. Then we talked about that, that it's always, quote, your fault and never someone else's. Just decide that right now. How will you operate differently adopting that outlook? And to apply this to real estate, Tim, you know, if a deal dies, it's your fault. It is. If you don't close, it's your fault. That buyer didn't get financing, it's your fault for not being more careful about it. If you can't negotiate that tough deal that's starting to come unglued, it's your fault because you gave up. So you know, a lot of our coaching clients have adopted this idea of once you're there pending, it's going to close, so help me God, which I thoroughly believe in. I always thought about our deals the same way. But you know, if something doesn't happen your way, it's your fault. So automatically, there's more accountability, yes, Maybe it's going to take a little bit more work, but it's actually less work than ruminating and blaming everybody else and playing the victim. So I really believe that it's all about taking control. All right, point number seven, might be time to upgrade your mindset if your expectations are wearing you down and creating stress. This goes back to living in the moment and being present versus wanting something better or different all the time. Accept what is and find the silver lining. Being let down by what you expected, perhaps, probably what you overexpected, dims the light of what actually is. So what do you do about this? Well, adopt the saying, it's too soon to tell, especially when you feel disappointed that what you expected didn't happen. You guys see this all the time when a buyer is outbid and then the next house you write on is so much better for them. At the time, living in the moment, everybody is depressed because they had high expectations for that house that in reality it was too soon to tell. They're going to get the house of their dreams after all, and it's so much better, probably even less money, and now they're going to give you lots of hugs when you close. So remember that your expectations, or specifically your over-expectations, can wear you down and create stress. So appreciate what's actually happening in the moment and find the silver lining in that. After all, that is reality-based. So back to you, well, Tim. The too soon to tell thing is really, really powerful because the too soon to tell thing, what that means is it keeps your emotions between the lines, and that's really the main thing. You know, when you have something bad happen, don't label it as bad. Say to yourself, it's too soon to tell. When you have something good happen, don't say it's good. I mean, it is good when something good happens. It is bad when something bad happens. But the main thing is in your mind, 
say it's too soon to tell because what happens is you, for example, have something bad happen, a deal falls apart, for example, and you start dwelling on it, you're then going to basically start adversely affecting your mindset and what's going to happen assuredly is you're going to start going down the rabbit hole as far as negative thoughts and emotions and, you know, where is it going to end? So the reality of it is when something bad happens, just say, you know what, it's too soon to tell whether that was bad. Think back to something that you have labeled uh, as being bad sometime, you know, anywhere in your in your personal history. And now think of a time where, in retrospect, that bad thing actually resulted in something good happening down the road. So, for example, you had a bad experience at the closing when you were first getting into real estate. And because of that bad experience, well, guess what? You now are able to avoid that particular problem, and you're able to save a lot of your transactions. Whereas, had you not had that experience, you wouldn't know how to do it, you see? Now, that was an example of saying, you know, it's too soon to tell. I'm having this lesson now. It's going to benefit me later. Now, on the complete opposite side of that is when you have something really good happen, something great happen. You know, you exceed your goals. Congratulations. But, again, stick with the mindset that it's too soon to tell because that way you keep your emotions on even keel and you're not having these high highs and these low lows. Your body your physiology isn't designed to have these big emotional swings that a lot of you guys experience. Real estate is way too stressful um, on a you know, daily, let alone weekly, monthly, annual basis, not to have the mindset of it's too soon to tell. Julie, point number eight? All right, perfect. So point number eight, I love this point because it's easy to remember. If you have more attitude than you have gratitude, <laughs> you have a problem. If you spend more time having to be right, being in contention with those around you, judging and criticizing, if you spend more time doing that than you do sending thank you cards and telling people how you appreciate them, then you need a mindset adjustment. So what to do? Get out of attitude and into gratitude by keeping a gratitude journal, writing handwritten cards of appreciation on a daily basis. And you know, the, the easy way to do that is to have your gratitude journal on your desk and have a uh, box of thank you cards on your desk and make a commitment to use both every single day. You know, this is also something, this point was when we talked about traits of happy people, that they had more gratitude than they had attitude. But, you know, in real estate we get so busy, we've got to systematize this. So I find if we can set you up for success and just have those thank you cards right there on your desk and make a commitment, every day you're going to show gratitude to someone. It really resets your mental clock a little bit and get you back into gratitude so that you're not going around, you know, picking fights and making everything wrong and having that attitude. There's enough of that in real estate without you participating in it. Set the tone and set the example. I love that our coaching clients are some of the top agents in the country, not just in terms of their production team, but in terms of their attitude. I think it makes a huge difference the impact they're having on the other agents and the clients and prospects they deal with, don't you? Well, right, but I can hear the agents out there, at least the pessimistic ones, right, the skeptics out there. <laughs> the ones well, the that need this great... uh, radio show the most, those guys? That's right. <laughs> but, well, the reason that they have such great attitudes is because they're making so much money and have so much success. Well, I'm mm -hmm. here to tell you guys that certainly having uh, success definitely improves your attitude. It definitely will g maybe give you a position to feel more gratitude, but the reality of it is is that the attitude-gratitude equation was in balance, and that's what brought them the success. You know, the whole idea that you can somehow, uh, you know, continue to manifest success and not have the mindset of gratitude, those things don't match up. You might have some good months, but you're certainly not going to have a great year. Uh, guys, all these points are designed, obviously, to help you focus on the 90% of, 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 you know, of the success 
formula, which is your mindset. So the radio shows for the past week or so have been really geared towards helping you guys have a very clear head, especially this time of year. Now, normally, I would say our radio shows are more specific on how to organize your business, how to lead generate, how to do things like that. But we're focusing so much on this mindset topic because we're right at a tipping point in many of your years. And here's the bottom line. And Julie and I are doing this as coaches because we know that some of you are feeling like, you know, you're feeling one of three ways, right? You're excited. You're bouncing off the walls. You're exceeding your goals. So the challenge you're going to have is not losing momentum, not just making the past six months an anomaly in your career. Use the last last six months where you've been experiencing all the success as the launching pad for not just the next six months, but for the next, you know, 16 years of your life, right? And remember, the success that you experienced so far this year was a result of the work you were doing, say, the the previous six months, the last six months of the previous year. What you're doing now, and this is for those of you who are exceeding your goals for this year, which is a lot of our coaching clients, what you do now will pay you the first six months of next year. So in essence, your 2016 has already started. Have that mindset, guys. It's one of the secrets of the top producers. The second group of you uh, that are out there, and the reason we're focusing on mindset, are the people that are just sort of right on that tipping point. You're having a good year, not a great year. You're maybe not quite achieving your goals, but you're, you know, you're keeping the lights on, and, but you just feel like you're treading really hard, not understanding why you're not having your breakthrough or haven't had your breakthrough yet. Well, for that group, it's always mindset. It's sometimes it's going to be skill set. You've got to get better at lead generating, pre-qualifying. You have to be get better at presenting. You have to be better at closing. You have to be better at all the skill set stuff. But generally speaking, the people that are right on that tipping point, they're able to sell, say, 25 to 50 houses a year, depending on your market. It might only be if you have a high average sale price, maybe it's 15 to 30 houses per year. But you never seem to break through. Most times, the reason you're not making the breakthrough is because something that's going on in your head. So it is the 90% of the mindset issue that you probably have. So go back and listen to these past radio shows. And the third group is those of you basically have just given up on the entire year. You said the hell of that. I'll just basically throw in the towel for next year. And for those of you, frankly, that are in that mental and emotional state, you probably should give up because you probably aren't going to bring it back up. I mean, there's no amount of coaching or motivation that's going to change somebody who's basically already decided to be defeated. So if that's you and you've decided to be defeated, I hope we're doing a decent job entertaining you. Um, But, you know, for the most part, yeah, go ahead, hang up your license for the rest of the year, and we'll see you in the spring. Now, if you're in that third group and you're tired of feeling like you're defeated, well, then what you should be doing is requesting a free coaching call, and that goes for all of you. Request a a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. If you're finally tired of being kicked in the head, if you're finally tired of not understanding why you're not able to succeed, if you're finally tired of feeling like you're putting in the effort but not getting the results, well, here, go back to our previous points. It is your fault. It's not your situation. It's not your ethnicity. It's not your this. It's not your that. It's, it's you. It's you needing to basically own where you are failing and why you're not succeeding. Um, so, guys, listen, that's the blessing of real estate. It's, it's a blessing and a curse that you are an independent contractor. It's a blessing and a curse that you can create your own uh, future because sometimes that the, the overwhelming feeling that comes from realizing that you have to be solely responsible for your results, that in itself is what slows some of you guys down. That's where you need a coach. That's, the whole, that's, the re, that's where we step in. We create a very clear path for you to follow, a path that literally thousands of people have followed in the past. Uh, you can essentially replicate their steps and duplicate their success. It's really that, for, uh, that simple, that easy to follow, 
And the next step for you guys to do is request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And Julie and I are late for another conference call. So have a fantastic rest of your day. If there's anything we can ever do for you, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And I'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>